welcome to GW Integrative Medicine, the podcast about disease prevention and health promotion from the Office of Integrative Medicine and Health at the George Washington University School of Medicine and Health Sciences. I'm Dr. Lee Frame, Director of the Integrative Medicine Program here at GW. And I'm Janet Rodriguez, the Office's Administrative Director. Today, we're joined by Paul Marvar, PhD, Associate Professor in the Department of Pharmacology and Physiology and the Department of Psychiatry and Behavioral Sciences here at GW. We're going to discuss the GW Biomedical Cross-Disciplinary Seminar Series, a new effort to connect academic research and inquiry across disciplines. Welcome to GW Integrative Medicine, Paul. Thank you, Janet, and thank you, Lee, for having me. So, Lee, you and Paul are the co-organizers of this seminar series. How did you come come to collaborate on it? That's a good question. Actually, we came together because there was an opportunity here to get some internal funding, Um, And Paul had actually had a a previous experience with it where he had a successful seminar series. Um, And luckily he thought, what's more cross-disciplinary than integrative medicine? And reached out to us and wanted to collaborate. Yeah, and I I knew of the emerging uh, integrative medicine program. I knew of Lee's background in metabolism. Um, And I had some ideas that she may be interested in inflammation as it uh, applies uh, in, the, in the context of disease, and uh, the cross-disciplinary initiatives at GW, I think, are um, have been um, a priority the past few years, and so this was something that I thought the timing may be right. And it turns out it was. Um, yeah, so we've got together uh, on doing one year, but we've been able actually to put together enough funding to do um, a couple of years, and we hope that this will be an ongoing annual event uh, with future support. Um, so this year we decided to focus on inflammation, like Paul alluded to. Um, the title is actually Inflammation and Chronic Disease, Cause, Consequence, or Both. Um, and with the different talks, we're hoping to get at little different pieces of that puzzle. Um, a lot of people know about inflammation being related to chronic disease. Um, you know, people who have chronic disease have inflammation, but do they have inflammation first? Does that lead to the chronic disease? And how can we treat that in different ways? I think that's really the crux of what we're looking at this year. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, in terms of uh, understanding inflammation, uh, in the context of disease and prevention, I think over the past 20 years, it's become well known that inflammation is a component to almost any disease, mm-hmm. whether it's cancer, cardiovascular disease, neurodegenerative disease, obesity-related uh, diseases, uh, autoimmune disorders. So the question then is being able to understand inflammation in the context of these disease processes, and not only when we talk about chronic disease, just physical uh, physical illness even, mm-hmm. um, which can lead to various diseases. I think it's important to understand. And even with aging, mm-hmm. um, inflammation is involved in aging. So bringing to the, together these different different experts from different disciplines, I think we've put together a nice lineup of individuals from areas from people within the GW community to sort of elevate the the strengths such as the cancer institute and people coming uh, researchers coming from the cancer institute and understanding um, or at least providing a perspective for how inflammation is being looked at in the context of uh, cancer treatments 
and also genomics. Uh, we have some speakers within the GW genomics uh, core and some geno- uh, individuals that are studying yeah, I'm glad gene, you gene mentioned variants. that because I think Tim McAfee is a really He's an asset at GW. Mm. Uh, he has a really interesting background in terms of his application of geno- of genomics to clinical care, mm-hmm. which I think is um, probably somewhat unique, particularly in his generation of scientists. It's becoming a little more common, um, but you typically had your basic lab scientist who did genomics, or you had your clinician, and never the twain shall meet. And he's developed all these different tests. Um, that you can actually use in clinical care. And that's one of the things he's going to be talking about during his lecture that I'm personally looking forward to hearing about. Now, that lecture is going to be in January? That's correct. That's the one in January. So the first one for 2020. Hmm. What a date? I should know the answer to that. Uh, I believe it's the 21st. Yes. So that'll be at noon uh, at Ross Hall for the GW community. And I think I just wanted to add, too, in terms of the motivation for this, The and I mentioned you know, the, the the past 20 years, the emergence, um, the continued emergence, the evolution of the role of inflammation and disease. I think the, the key in which in the next 20 years, it, it's going to be how do we harness or how do we direct the uh, research to a way that we could better understand, hence the title of the series, inflammation, whether it's a cause, consequence, or both. One of the other areas that, that has, that's also an important component to this series, another topic is uh, neuropsychiatric illness or brain disease and neurodegenerative disease, Alzheimer's disease, um, depression, anxiety, PTSD, areas that, that I actually study in the lab in the context um, uh, in, in research basic science uh, realm. How well, you inflama- mentioned that. Why don't you give us a little bit of an idea of the, the type of research that you're doing? I think that would be inf- informational. Yeah. So I actually, my lab is an interdisciplinary lab. We, um, I'm a cardiovascular neurobiologist <clears throat> that um, looks at aspects of behavior, stress, anxiety, and how um, they impact cardiovascular uh, regulation. So so looking at the uh, impact on uh, stress, we're particularly interested in post-traumatic stress disorder and how that accelerates one's uh, risk for heart disease, stroke, um, and early, early disease due to cardiovascular, you know, due to di- cardiovascular disease risks, risk factors. Uh, yeah, that's, I mean, stress is, I, it, I just said this to my father actually not too long ago, stress is poison. Um, there a little bit is good for you, um, maybe kind of like homeopathy. A little bit is good for you, um, but too much is going to kill you slowly. Um, and I think my father is unfortunately starting to realize that now that he's gotten in later into life, that he let himself down this road because he just ran himself into the ground every day um, and didn't give him time for self care or any of the things that we talk a lot about in integrative medicine to kind of recharge your batteries. Um, and if you don't take that time, this is what's going to happen. But in PTSD, I imagine that's really an escalated version. Yeah, of that. Uh, yeah. So within PTSD, or even I, I think in depression, the area, inflammation is probably more a well-established component to the disease. Um, and we have Andy Miller, who will be coming uh, from Emory, who's one of the pioneers in uh, leading the field of. Uh, understanding inflammation in the context of uh, d- uh, major depressive disorder, in particular, 
um, individuals that are treatment resistant, mm-hmm. um, that don't respond to antidepressants. And so um, coming up with new targets, in particular the immune system, and he, ha- and he will be presenting data showing that certain cytokine inhibitors can uh, contribute to or at least help certain subtypes of uh, individuals that have depression. Um, and so I'm really excited to, to hear him talk um, as well. Uh, but again, getting back to bringing in these this collection of experts and really being able to get a sense for how inflammation is being studied in the context of disease prevention um, or and, and, and having a better understanding for the sort of pathophysiology and the progression. Um, the I think the general understanding again with it we're using the term inflammation but it's it's systemic inflammation it's mm-hmm. it's chronic low grade inflammation right. not, not the acute i cut myself and my immune system is reacting to right. protect me this is low grade systemic inflammation um and so this is something that you know happens over the course of of a lifetime and certain situations can exacerbate that inflammation and um contribute to uh, major um, physical illness and, and disease. So, um, yeah. That's fascinating. So what's, who is your audience for this, these events? That's a great question. Um, so given that it's cross-disciplinary and we're really trying to connect people from different areas, uh, we're, we're trying to gear this towards the broadest audience possible. We like people to come from their different research areas, clinicians to come in from their different practice areas, students to come in from across the university, and really have those different perspectives come together in the hope that by bringing those different perspectives together, we can move on this faster and more effectively. I know there's been a lot of areas that we're we're covering that have stalled or or gone down a wrong path. And I think if we had had maybe more different point of views, that might not have happened. So hopefully moving forward, we'll help that. And as far as from a research perspective and and understanding inflammation in the context of disease, it's going to take a team of researchers from different areas to understand from each other you know, what is the best approach um, to, you know, one disease, there could be applications for treating inflammation, one disease that may be relevant to another. And so bringing these people together, I think, is is an important first step in uh, having, having that awareness. And they might not have otherwise yeah. heard about the lecture from this disease because when they saw it, they might have think, oh, I don't know enough about that to go to that lecture. But because this is cross-disciplinary, we try to advertise that, that it's for all audiences. So hopefully they won't feel that barrier to attending. So HSP, please come. (laughs) (laughs) You're our translational folks. Um, So it seems like one of the major goals is to not just have this be a learning opportunity, um, but it's also networking and collaboration on perhaps translational health. Yes, absolutely. Um, Part of the reason we provide lunch is because we want people to get there a little early and get settled and maybe say hello to people that they hadn't seen for a while. And then afterwards, we hope that um, they'll they'll save themselves some time to talk to the the people who are giving the lecture, talk to people next to them, um, and really find those collaborations that, again, they may not have otherwise 
found because they were working over in their different fields or in the hospital versus in the university. Because um, unfortunately, I think sometimes our events tend to be geared towards you know, clinicians and it's in the hospital and researchers, it's in the university. So to, to break down those barriers is always really, really helpful. And I think we have a mix of speakers that study this question, this area in their disease area, whether it's cancer, cardiovascular disease, neurodegenerative disease, neuropsychiatric diseases. They Inflammation seems to con- connect them all. Well, I was going to say, my point is that there are individuals within, this is true, Janet, and uh, my point is that they have, there are <clears throat> individuals that are studying these questions from a basic science, from a cellular perspective to an uh, animal perspective, preclinical, combined with the clinical, mm-hmm. clinician-based research here at GW as well, which I think is important. So that's the sort of spectrum of research, and tra- so translating the basic science into um, a, a, a clinical finding to sort of accelerate progression of potentially new therapies that you could target inflammation in these different diseases. Um, I think it's an important part. Yeah, and that's an emerging field, and exactly what you said, Janet, translational health sciences. Uh, We actually have a PhD in it here in our health sciences division, Um, and I think that type of thought process is really going to change the game for science and clinical care because exactly what you pointed out, we have people studying basic science, we have people studying in animal models, we have people studying in clinical trials, and they don't really talk to each other, and and research doesn't really move from one to the other. I think this, the stat is it takes 17 years for a translational um, health science uh, project to get for, into the clinic, which in my opinion is completely alarming. I, I, I know I've known that for a long time, but it's still alarming to me because it shouldn't take that long, mm-hmm. um, particularly in today's society where we could get something out on Twitter the same day it's published. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't take 17 years to get that into the clinic. Um, so I hope that events like this cross-disciplinary series, the different collaborations that are come out of it, and then the new thinkers that we're churning out in our Translational Health Sciences program will move that down to maybe, I don't know, five years. Let's, mm. let's aim big. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. so I, I agree with all that. And, and thinking about that, what you just said, Lee, um, within, within the GW community, I think this is good in terms of bringing people together. But I think another goal in which we have some people coming from outside the community, I think that's also an important point um, with uh, regards to moving this the, the field of research in, in chronic disease or inflammation and chronic disease, and moving the sort of accelerating the research field um, to I think you know the goal is more uh, sort of precision medicine guided therapies. Um, Yes, and we do have one talk actually on precision medicine, which I think is going to be very much appeal to the integrative medicine folk because that's something that we are really looking forward to. Um, And maybe some people are pushing the envelope a little bit more in their clinic and trying to actually do some precision medicine techniques. Um, But I think it's particularly applicable to inflammation because there are different types of inflammation and how everyone reacts is different. And that's why we have these different disease processes. So if we could really get down to each individual's phenotype of inflammation, mm-hmm. we could learn a lot more. Yep. And just a thought based on what you were just talking about, too, in terms of connecting different groups and accelerating the, the research field and coming up with new therapies, one potential thought could be also to bring someone in from pharmaceutical 
industry mm-hmm. to where, I mean, you mentioned 17 years from basic science. I mean, GW is also trying to establish relationships with industry. Mm-hmm. Right? So, I mean, that's also That is definitely something that I think that GW can... is, is sort of unique and is more open-minded than other universities. Um, and I hope that that will help us as well. Um, because we could maybe bring them into our cross-disciplinary series and have someone give a talk, and then we're really helping those connections form. Mm. Maybe next year. (laughs) Well, I think you all have um, really created something unique and ambitious because uh, looking at my own notes, I think you all um, have eight different events going on. You started in November with cancer and inflammation. Um, would one of you care to talk a little bit about that? Absolutely. Seminar? Um, so we had one of our stars here at, at GW, Catherine Chapinelli, um, who is in the um, immunology group. Um, and actually, I, I did study with her at Hopkins, too. So another connection. Um, and she is looking at the role of the immune response in cancer and how we could potentially tap that immune response to treat or at least improve patient outcomes in cancer. Um, and if you are into immunology, you've got to check out some of Catherine's work. It's, it's really great stuff. Um, and obviously, if you're into cancer as well. Um, but I think it's, her immunology is particularly elegant. And it looks like for genomics and inflammation, as we've already said, that will be Tim McCaffrey. Mm -hmm. And then for bioinformatics and inflammation, who are you bringing in? Sana Syed, who is a a young up-and-coming star from UVA, which luckily is close by. Um, And she does some really interesting work on um, gastrointestinal issues, inflammation, and does it from the bioinformatics big data perspective. Um, She works in global health data, which is also a really interesting slant that we don't have elsewhere. Um, So if you're interested in any of those topics, global health, bioinformatics, inflammation, um, gut issues, that one is definitely one you want to check out. And that is February 27th. And who is going to be giving the lecture on precision, uh, precision medicine and inflammation? Well, precision medicine and inflammation, this is someone that's quite far away <laughs> across the pond. The University of Cambridge will have uh, Golem, Dr. Golem Kandakar, and Golem is part of a large-scale global study uh, looking at how to understanding inflammation in the context of cardiovascular disease and using large data banks to access data sets across multiple different populations around the world to understand the association between cardiovascular disease in adults and and children and um, using uh, bioinformatics and and other approaches to um, understand those links and associations across multiple um, groups of individuals. And I believe he's going to be using, it's primarily um, various data banks uh, that he's going to be accessing um, within the UK and, and elsewhere to study this uh, connection with regards to inflammation and cardiovascular disease. And who will we have for cardiometabolic disease and inflammation? So cardiometabolic disease and inflammation, we have uh, Dr. Mina Matter, um, and 
uh, Mina is a colleague and friend of mine who I um, did a postdoctoral fellowship with at Emory University in Atlanta. She's now um, at Vanderbilt, um, and she's an assistant professor, Department of Medicine, uh, cardiologist um, in the Department of Molecular Physiology and Biophysics. Um, she's also the associate director of the Vanderbilt Institute for Infection, Immunology, and Inflammation. Um, and she's going to be talking to us about the role of T-cells in blood pressure regulation and hypertension. Mm. And how about our neuropsychiatric disease and inflammation person? Yep. So I, I talked a little bit about uh, Dr. Andrew Miller from Emory. He's one of the, the pioneers in uh, targeting uh, inflammation and, cytok- and cytokine treatments for major depressive disorder. Our last uh, event yeah, on treatment big... approaches and inflammation. Okay, so treatment approaches and inflammation. Well, I think this one actually crosses multiple d- disciplines and and does come into the realm of metabolism, immunometabolism. So Dr. Vishva Deep Dixit from Yale uh, University he is a uh, professor of comparative medicine and immunology, uh, immunobiology, um, in an emerging field of immunometabolism. Um, so he looks at um, targeting the immune system to help with diseases related to metabolic dysfunction as well as aging. And, and to, I was going to say he, he, he does both basic science and, and clinical research as well. And uh, the last event uh, is still a TBA, to be determined or to be um, announced. Uh, And we'll have more on that later this year, but that's way in the future in September. Yeah, so we have this this event here at GW called One GW, where we try to bring the whole GW community together, um, really more for a, a community culture type event physically bringing people together so they get to know each other. But we thought that sounded like the perfect way to bring everyone together for a cross-disciplinary research um, panel or series uh, finale. Um, So we haven't fully fleshed that out, but in September on 1GW Day, we're going to bring everyone together for kind of a big finale on inflammation. Uh, We'll probably bring some of the people um, who have given talks here at GW in um, and maybe another speaker and and try to really tie some of those loose ends together. so if you have some ideas, do please reach out to us um, because we will be looking for some input on that um, as we're planning it over the next semester. If you'd like to know more about the events and the speakers, just Google GW Biomedical Cross-Disciplinary Series. It'll pop up and uh, make sure to register because we need to know that for lunch purposes. And it's a very good lunch and very healthy, um, whole foods, mostly plant-based, um, uh, so I promise that we'll feed you healthy, nutritious food so your brain is fully functional to get all the best information that you can. And if I can say one more thing that sort of sums up this conversation with bringing together these different fields, one of the goals, which we've sort of alluded to before, was you know, if someone could understand how inflammation is being regulated in the context of cardiovascular disease and maybe is being treated in that sense, that could potentially help other researchers further understand how the immune system is modulating that disease in the context of, for example, depression or anxiety. And and so I think that really sort of 
ties in these this this seminar series, and we're hoping that um, we're able to learn these these things and also establish uh, collaborations and uh, develop new research projects to to move the field uh, in in this sort of direction. Well, I think uh, with our first one was very successful, standing, in fact, not even standing room only. Um, so I think we are, are doing that. We are definitely starting that conversation, um, and I hope that the future talks will be just as popular, um, and then we'll hopefully have quite a, a big celebration in September. That's all the time we have for today. Paul, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you very much, Lee. Um, it's been a pleasure getting this uh, series off the ground, and I look forward to um, continuing to uh, work with you on this. Absolutely, this year and the years to come. And Janet, for all the great help with organizing. As always, and thank you, Janet. You're welcome. This is the GW Integrative Medicine Podcast from the GW Office of Integrative Medicine and Health. I'm Dr. Lee Frey. And I'm Janet Rodriguez. Thanks for listening.